A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Smackdown, but also Manaral, the show formerly known as NXT Dubai. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. Uh, SummerSlam is just around the corner. They established on last week's rules of engagement that we are now having tribal combat. Uh, No word as to what that means for tonight's episode. It's basically just like... We're on the way to SummerSlam. We're on the road to tribal combat, which I sense means possibly more interactions between Jay, Paul Heyman, and Solo Sokoa, and a, a severe lack of Roman Reigns on this show. Yeah. Like, let's infer what tribal combat is. They basically suggested that it's an, a match with honor. Mm. A match with honor, which I... Inferred because obviously Solo Sikoa tried to do the Simone spike to Jay to say, right, okay, contract signing, right? Now we need to beat you up and weaken you ahead of the match. And Rose, like, nah, stop, don't you do that. Don't you do that. This is different. Mm. Tribal combat is different. So I think tribal combat is a thinly veiled excuse to have Jimmy Uso interfere mm. in plain sight and then set up a match with Jay because he was. Didn't go. He was too busy aspiring for the title and not going to visit him in the local medical facility. Yes. So I think it's. I'm inferring that it's an honourable fight as opposed to the ref bump melodrama cheating, <laughs> so that you don't expect Solo to come in because Roman's like, no, 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 this has to be done. It's tribal combat. The elders. They're talking about the elders. Yes. Yeah. So the elders were about this. It was their idea. So I assume it's something like a. Tradition in the dynasty mm. that's never actually been done in wrestling, but regardless, we'll just go with it. It's wrestling, it can make itself up as it go along. And cinema doesn't do that, it follows a script and continuity. <laughs> but, um, so I am assuming that's what it is. Now, I expect, um, this to be advanced, obviously. Maybe Jay Uso will just tell us this, mm. like, because they do like to, you know clarify these things with exposition and the like. And he can say to Solo, like, this is a tradition that's run through the dynasty for years, even though there's never been a match like this. Um, 
And then he can say something like, you can't interfere. It goes against what the elders have laid down um, for this type of match, etc., etc., etc. And then Paul Heyman can mock self-fear when Jay goes, without you meddling, without him meddling solo, yeah. I'm going to be the new tribal chief because I can get it done one-on-one. And Paul Heyman is going to feign like, oh, my God, my tribal chief... His reign is nearly over. Yes. But it's going to be some kind of ruse because, in fact, Jimmy Uso's probably going to interfere. I'm not completely off base with any of this. Did you get the same inference? Yeah, I saw, and we'll talk a little bit about him in, in a few minutes as well. I saw someone speculating, yeah, along those lines of like, yeah, if you're blood, you can't get involved in this match, which... Yeah, rules out Jimmy Uso getting involved in this match and Solo Sokoa. But because I saw someone saying because The Rock isn't directly blood related to the people involved in the match, potentially he could get involved because he's a member of the, you know... Dynasty. Yes, exactly. But not directly related to to Roman or to Jay or whatever it may be, which seems incredibly complicated. But I yeah, I took a, a level of respect that uh, Roman will attach to it in his actions and the way it was sort of presented. That yeah. I sense that, yes, we will get a lot of exposition tonight, uh, probably with the help of, of Paul Heyman, like you say, um, because as well because, of course, last week's show was on FS1, and whilst it did do very well, I believe, I don't really understand those market... I don't understand why the, uh, why the Yanks can't just press up on their channel guide. Me and Hamlet have talked about this regularly yeah okay that when the simpsons okay it was a 6 p.m oh. weeknight tradition oh my god you would come in from work and uh, from school you'd either do your homework or just not i wasn't a rebel i was just lazy mm-hmm. you'd have your tea and your night begins before you go upstairs and go on the internet go on msn messenger <laughs> listen to corn <laughs> you would sit Six o'clock and watch classic Simpsons. Yeah, it's always classic. They always had like the rights till three till eight. Thanks, BBC. You've got the right ones. Yes. Then at some point, it went from BBC Two to Channel Four. Yeah. Do you know what I did? I continued to watch The Simpsons because it's great. I think it was Friday nights was the, was the goat one. It was a double bill Simpsons. So six six o'clock and six twenty. Yeah. And then at six forty five, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my god. And then maybe the content of the show or Sarah Michelle Geller. Hey, I'm, I'm, I love a good story, me, and you know, appreciate the the excellent cast that he had. Okay, Alison Hannigan, the, the Giles bloke. You don't remember any of their names, oh, it's, other than the bird. It's some, it's there's some, that bird. There's the other bird. There's a bloke whose name I don't know. <laughs> What's Spike's real name? I don't know, but David Boreanis is the other guy, is Angel, because Anne Louise has got a huge thing for him, which, you know, when you look at me, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, who head. played? An- Anthony Head? Anthony Head? It's only because it's got the word head in it, <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> which is a bit like Kiak. <laughs> right, hang on, let's have a look. Spike, Buffy. Was there a guy with an um, character's name began with a Z? Xander? Xander X. Uh, What's his real name? Without looking on Google. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, the person playing uh, Spike. I know it, but... It, affiliation. I, the Whirlwind. Scooby Gang. Wolfram and Hart. Uh, I don't know. Watch the show, mate. Yeah. Is uh, 
James Masters. Yes, Masters. That's, he's got an R in it. I'm not just saying Masters, the fancy name. Uh, fancy way of saying it. Right, I'm going to look at the rest of the cast now. So you don't know Xander's name. You only know... I know, I know. Anthony Head. I know David Boreanis. And you know... Alison Hangers. And uh, Chris McCarpenter. Yeah, yeah, I know you knew that. <laughs> What's Xander's name? You don't know that, do you? Uh, Xander. Uh, well, let me just try. Let me just rack the old <laughs> noggin. Uh, you know he's got. Where's the just? just I want just, cast. just control F cast. Where's the cast? The cast of characters cast a spell. Yeah, I don't want. I don't <laughs> just the whole cast cast. A, right, there we go. Then and now, the cast of Buffy. It's on the Wikipedia page. Why go to the external? Because it's the only way I found cast. Right, what's this? Casting, casting. Not Why the process. <laughs> the cast. I'm beginning to think you watch this because you're a pervert. Well, and you don't know Xander's real name. But yeah. Um, I never watched the show, by the way. Uh, why do I watch the show, Paul? Why, <laughs> why do I watch the show? Uh, Did I watch it? I think I I like the theme tune. It spoke to my goth kid uh, yeah. sensibilities. But I always remember, even back then, and I, I swear I'm not being a hipster, it would be the most loser stuff imaginable to say, oh, I always knew that Joss Whedon's dialogue was... You know, lame. I was on top of that. <laughs> I never liked the dialogue in Buffy. Okay. Also thought the monsters looked lame. Yeah. It was Nicholas Brendan, of course, playing Nicholas at uh, Brains and Harris. Anyone else? Got uh, right, Riley Finn. He's the uh, police guy or whatever, wasn't he? I don't know. That's played by uh, Mark Blucas. And, uh, <laughs> Seth, Seth Green. He was in it, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was. He was the werewolf. Yeah. I, I must have watched this, just even though I didn't like it, because it was more than homework. Yeah. And I couldn't get girls to talk to me, so I was stuck <laughs> with TV programs that I didn't like. Anyway, how did we get onto this? Oh, yeah. So, because SmackDown was on FS1 last week, unless people watch, they're just going to... Why don't you press up? Yeah. They'll just do a recap of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's, it's not in certain homes. I don't know how it bloody works over there. It's like saying, you know, here... The limits are, do you have Freeview or do you have, like, the full Virgin Media Sky package? Like, I don't understand how certain houses don't, you know. It's like, well, how do you, if you're moving it off that, why can't you just put it, make it available everywhere? I don't understand. No. It's, it's, it baffles me. But, yeah, I sense there's going to be a lot of talking. Maybe, maybe to, to do a big, even though they did it two weeks ago, but... <laughs> uh, they do a ref bump in every single title match, as you pointed out. Maybe they'll uh, have... Um, Jey Uso say like um, you know if you're, if you're blood you can't lay your hands on someone in the build to this match that's why Roman stepped in and stopped you solo Sokoa so you know you can't hit me he did super kick him actually that doesn't make any sense but unless unless provoked you know we, you can't attack each other so Paul Heyman can but then yeah you just he just says but you're not blood and then super kicks Paul Heyman yes and scene and scene but um, let's talk about The Rock quickly before we talk about the rest of this show. Yeah, because it's much more interesting. Yes. Um, well, get save your excitement. We've got Karen Cross's Colin Anderson <laughs> to talk about later. Um, do you reckon The Rock could be at SummerSlam in a non-bloodline capacity? The, the story today, I should point out, by the way, we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. So if anything drops on Friday when this podcast goes out, that's why it's going to be like, why aren't they talking about that? But yeah. scheduling and people and school holidays and et cetera, et cetera, right? 
So the story today is The Rock could be the legend that Grayson Bloody Waller uh, uh, interacts with at SummerSlam. He's obviously done stuff with Cena at Money in the Bank. He's done the match with Edge recently. Uh, The Rock could be the next one for him. They've been going back and forth on Twitter. Uh, Grayson has recently said he could uh, help, you know, restart or save The Rock's career because obviously with the writer strike, he's unemployed right now. What do you reckon to to that and uh, the implication of having him in and around tribal combat as well, I suppose? I will be absolutely astonished if The Rock comes back to do something with Grayson Waller. Yeah. Even if, right, it's a Trojan horse to, oh, The Rock's in the building, he's going to give Grayson Waller the, the rock bottom at SummerSlam in a sort of a guest celebrity host segment and all the rest of it. You don't want to... Do you just do anything you can with The Rock? Or do you try and wait to get him to do something with Roman? Can you imagine after all this Cody stuff? The Rock goes, now nah, I'm available. <laughs> I'm available. I'll do 40. But if you're Cody, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to have to wait until 41 this time. <laughs> um, it's weird that his name is getting mentioned because a big... Someone, sorry, someone said, doing a voiceover in the adjacent studio. Yeah, I got I, I got thrown for a moment. Um, I, it's one of those where Vince never liked to, this is so, you know, he's just a maze of contradictions mm-hmm. and a complete cock. Yes. He always used to say, like, I hate teasing something that I can't deliver. Like yeah. when the Austin Punk thing happened. Oh, the, the and, video game. Yeah, the video yeah. game, really tense, worked, sit-down interview. He was apparently livid that that happened because he was like, well, now everyone thinks I'm going to do that match and I'm not going to do it and no one's not actually happening. Still time. Why would you (laughs) book a million matches on Raw for the past three years and then just not do them? What the hell are you doing, What the hell are you doing, Vince? What the hell are you doing? He needs Robert Stone to straighten him out. He does, he does. So uh, God knows I will take any rock I can get. People have made the point on Twitter that PR-wise, if he is seen to be running back to wrestling, maybe the strike will change things, actually. But before the strike, people speculated, and, you know, I love a good cynical read on things. People speculated that it's such a bad time for The Rock to be perceived to be running back to wrestling Mm. because his box office magic has faded and... You know, you can sort of do parody tweets of him all the time. Rock Pinnish, p- Crime or Yeah, and he was like, he thought he could rap at one point, and it's like, oh, you're, yeah! You're taking it too far, Rock. How's the XFL working out for you? That kind of thing. You kind of, it's one thing for him to be the coolest guy in the room, and people go and watch the coolest guy, but when you think you're the everything guy in the room, like, I just think you start to turn people off. Mm. You're making the same movies. These things, you generally, like, go out of fashion at any point. Um... So I uh, optics wise, it probably wasn't a good look for him to go out. I'll do some WWE stuff now because he would be seen to be running mm-hmm. away from his uh, box office curse. Uh, what was his? Uh, what was his big line in his rap? Oh God, yeah, I just can I find the rocks. I'm gonna try and think of it. Hey, what's my mother name? That's it. Hey, what's my mother name? It's like, oh, the rocks war. You're not meant to do that. It's like Will Smith swearing. What's <laughs> going on? God, I just... Look at the... <laughs> He's absolutely yoked in that video, man. I, I will admit, obviously, he can't rap. Mm-hmm. He can do 
the minimum requirement of kind of keeping to the beat, but he's not like a good rapper. It's like watching a wrestler act, basically. And he's a wrestler doing something he can't actually do. Um, but it's about drive, it's about power. We stray hungry, we devour. We stray hungry, we devour. Something about mana in there? Uh, put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. Black and Samoan in my veins, my culture banging with strange. I changed the game, so what's my mother flipping name? So what's my mother name? Uh, when I heard it, oh, I went, Yeah, and uh, you're going to scream mama. To bring drama to the King Brahma, then what? Coming at you with extreme manner. Man, he loves her. When he swore in the rap, I was like, oh my God, the rock's the best. <laughs> rock's the best. I want to get a dragon shirt from Top Man, unbutton that some bitch, and walk around the Metro Center with it. <laughs> That's what I want to do. That was year eight for me. <laughs> best time. <laughs> now, uni's the best. Yeah, fair. Then the kids, and you're right for kids. Yeah, yeah, obviously. One and eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're second, but it's real close. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, There's a really exciting match tonight. It's for the United States Championship Invitational. Oh, right, okay, yes, that is correct. It's the Battle of the LWO, effectively. Yeah, it's, I thought you were segue into... Uh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 save that. Um, Santos Escobar versus Rey Mysterio. I initially wrote this as, who uh, goes on to face Austin Theory at SummerSlam? And then I've read elsewhere that this match might not be taking place at SummerSlam, which is 
bonkers to be running this right now, concluding on this show and not saying next Sunday or just or Saturday, whenever no, it is. Uh, maybe they don't want theory stinking up the car. <laughs> like theory, they right need now. like uh, six matches on that. What card do you do, now? Austin Theory? The guy's not over. You have LA Knight probably beating one of the That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Um, um, who's at the moment not on this SummerSlam card, no, he which isn't. is criminal. Um, six matches on there right now. So, yeah, I, I don't see why you couldn't have a United States Championship match, but maybe because they're going to go for some sort of angle. I don't know. Santos, Ray, it feels weird. Like, I was would have assumed Santos wins. Yeah. And then Santos fought Austin Theory and won. And then I couldn't decide in my own head whether that means, oh, well, Santos is definitely going to win the tournament now because uh, he literally pinned Austin Theory clean last week, which gives you a like, wait a second, that was non-title. But in the old, very old-fashioned sort of WWE, well, he's beaten the champion in non- non-title, which means if I work this out, if you put the title on the line, it could change hands. Yeah, yeah. Or Ray wins... And Santos starts looking at Ray like, who's the real leader of the LWO here? You just sort of were palling around with us, and now it feels like you're trying to seize power. I know there's a lot of those sort of storylines going around right now. Are they popular, so they'll do more? Yeah. Now, I said uh, on the review, you should save stuff for this. I'm talking about Anthony Head, because it sounds like him cag said. <laughs> um, aye, that's what's going to happen. Ray wins this, and Santos is like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Because I've already beat him, so I know I can beat him, but... Uh, uh, I won the wrong match. Wrestling stupid. I'll be ringside for you when you face him. Yanks him out of the ring as he goes to get the... Yeah. After he hits the 619 or Something whatever. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, Ray versus Santos will be a nice little baby face exposition. Uh, right, we, exhibition. We, we credited Santos with a brilliant way of getting the crowd. Oh, my, he's class. I love Santos. It took us a while, but uh, such a piece... It's just got that cool quality about him. Whenever someone can appear cool within the context of WWE, I instantly pay attention mm-hmm. because how's that possible? <laughs> but Santos has got it. Like he's an absolute stud. Um, now there should be a class match. I like his weird whistle that he does now, where he like he's about to do like a big dive and he just suddenly goes, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know why he does it, but it's like it's, yeah. it's nice. Yeah, it's good for him, and I love that for me. Now it should be good, and I think I've already said where I expect this all to go. Yeah. I'm just astonished it's not, it's not for a spot at SummerSlam, but anyway. Well, that's awesome theory, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. wants to watch it? That's the big prize. Working theory. Working theory. Uh, they need to do something with him, like, even on commentary. And that's why everyone wants to face me, Austin Theory, for the United States title. And then he does, uh, what was that guy you showed us earlier? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, Mitch McConnell. That's how Austin Theory commentates on SmackDown. He says one thing, and then that's it. It's, just it's your opportunity, man. Say something interesting. Yeah. Um. So last week we saw... <laughs> this is the dangerous territory of the preview podcast. Last week we saw Bailey getting spooked by Shotzi, i.e. Uh, she came into the changing room after that weird video play during EO versus Charlotte Flair. And uh, the bag had some scissors shoved into it. What next? What next is... I understand, and this is, again, we should always praise this, Shotzi cut her hair for an absolutely phenomenal reason. They could debut New Look Shotzi on SmackDown, on SummerSlam, against Bailey. 
It feels like a pretty big commitment for which she should be rewarded, even if it's got nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty unique look for a female wrestler to have. I think a lot of people, it'll be striking and very different. And, you know, why not take advantage of something that's just kind of happened, that's captured people's imaginations? That's what I would do. Because we haven't seen Shotzi no. with, like, the complete new look. No, it was just sort of weird, quick-cut angles of her yeah. just saying, Bailey. Do more of that kind of video so you're obscuring the look and cutting it about so that you can't see it. And then a bold new look gets introduced at SummerSlam. It could be, like, I still don't think she's anywhere near as a, a good fit for that system. It feels like it's just a really weird dissonance between what the performer's good at, or rather what the performer's willing to do, uh -huh. and the system in which she is in. It's just these things don't go together. If she's got a chance of a relaunch because her career's not gone well, nope. this could be it at SummerSlam. You could get a, like a pretty iconic, Jesus Christ, that is a wild, bold new look. She looks awesome, looks like an ass kicker, um, beats Bailey in a short match. Do you have I some sort of stick for the match or...? And if people say, if people are smart now, they'll know why she did it. I, I admire the hell out of that. Yeah. So maybe she could get a new connection with the crowd. Yeah, good point. It's a good, yeah, it's a really good way of baby-facing her to the people who are smart to this sort of thing, even more so. Um, because, yeah, she's sort of come in, flitted about from face to heel to... Tag team to now. Yeah, exactly. This, yeah, could be a real jumping-off point and... and Working with someone like Bailey would be would be really useful. Uh, yeah, Hamlet pitched. Well, it's not hair versus hair, is it? But she he pitched a match where basically I think it was prior to Shotzi cutting her hair, Shotzi's hair on the line, and Bailey not losing all of her hair and having to have it shaved off, but having to go back to the Bailey ponytail. All right, yeah. which obviously is you know the antithesis of what she is right now. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but you've got tribal combat on there. I still am in agreement with you that I think we're going to get some sort of thing added to Brock versus Cody. Because, yes, you know, there's an argument to be made. You just do a straight-up straight rubber match of, like, well, yeah, you kind of rolled him up. That's not a real pin. Even though that's, that's Aye, it's their way of doing it. You, you passed out, so that's not a real submission. Let's just have a normal match, whereas, I don't know, <laughs> Tagline for SummerSlam. Let's have a normal match. Yeah, and you I know what you mean. It's just uh, they waste so much time in their storytelling. But it's a good like job. He's so incredible at promos. There's no need to necessarily reveal Shotzi's look prior to to SummerSlam. I wouldn't do that. I would yeah. just keep building this thing with Bailey through these like sort of you know edited videos. What will it take for you to leave me alone? She Bailey's not going to get any sleep because of this. Yeah, agree to a match with me at SummerSlam. It's close up on a mouth. Mm -hmm. and then she'll say a match at SummerSlam, then do not reveal the look. Yeah. Right, finally, the match we've all been waiting for. Oh. Karrion Cross versus Carl Anderson. The feud between Cross and Styles must continue, even though, I mean, I've lost count of times I've kind of sat here and said, what are they doing with Karrion Cross? But... I'm fairly certain AJ Styles, as soon as he, as long as he's not getting jumped from behind, he's won this feud comprehensively. Although, Karrion Cross did have his leg tape the other week, didn't he? Yeah, there was so a fair fight against the heel. What the hell are we doing here? Not only are you picking like, a really boring performer 
Like, has AJ Styles' stock ever been lower? Not in his time in WWE. He's just a just a guy, isn't he? He kind of just is there. Um, it's so weird. He's just dotting about the mid card scene, trying to do something, and nothing feuds with Cross. Like you forget he's as good as he is. Mm. You forget that he could be. I know he's just worked Seth in a really well received PLE match, but he's got to be doing more than this. Yeah, like Carl Anderson versus Karrion Cross is. You know, it's something I would expect to see on NWA Power. Yeah. It's uh, it's wild to me that the show is on the most watched show from the market leader in years and years yeah. and years. Um, it's wild. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't, think, I don't even think it's going to reach that. I think it's going to be... It's going to be as mid as you think. Yeah. If this is good and gets a crowd response... I'll be the first to, like, praise it because, Jesus Christ, Cross is just there losing a lot even though he's, a, he's like, he's got that Jay, Bray Wyatt thing, except he wasn't really interesting in the first place, mm-hmm. where it's like, if you're, like, this prophet of doom and you're massive and you can choke people out and you're meant to be this hulking badass and you just lose a lot, what are you then? Mm-hmm. Such a weird character to not commit to. If you've got a character like Karrion Cross. I'm not saying you've got to commit to the performer because I don't think he's good, personally. Um, but if you've got a character like that, it makes no sense for him to lose. No. He just loses credibility. Yeah, like, he's pro- um, he probably the finish is he chokes out Carl uh, Anderson while staring down the camera lens and says, this is your fate, AJ Styles. TikTok. To which, to TikTok. Which, to which, if I was AJ Styles, I'd say, well, clearly not, because the last two times that we've faced each other in a fair fight, I've kicked your ass. So... I've decided to make the finish more interesting. He, You mean interesting because it's got Carl Anderson and Karrion Cross yeah. in it. So it's not going to be more interesting would indicate that it was a little bit interesting to begin with, which it won't be because Sorry, it's yeah. Carl Anderson versus Karrion Cross made. Very good point. Yes. So a uh, brief, very brief back and forth encounter between these two. Karrion Cross gets the upper hand. He either hits or... Gets him in a position where you'd think, well, if, if he wanted to, he could just hit the hidden blade or whatever it's called. That hey, does a big Saito suplex, right? And Carl Anderson's like, oh, he's groggy, right? And he sets up and he can't he can't decide, wait, do I choke the life out of him or do I do I hit him with that hidden blade shot? And then he decides, no, I know how to send a message to AJ Styles. And he climbs out of the ring and Carl Anderson, oh, groggy. Turns round into a phenomenal forearm wanker symbol from from Karen Cross and he pins him. Correct. Well, I look forward to reviewing this with you on Monday. <sighs> that it could be that might be your last one. I think if you've served your time, Hamlet's coming back next week. You, be, you better the freaking part timer. <laughs> right. I meant to like this. You're not coming on Fridays and Thursdays this week, and then what? Have... <laughs> Let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown. Uh, on Twitter, X, 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 at What Culture WWE. Watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, me and Sidge will be back later on today to preview AEW Collision. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. <laughs>